Game begin. Hello and welcome to Dadgum Nerds, your podcast for family first fanboy fun. I am your host, Andrew. I'm Kevin. I'm Zach. And I'm Brett. And this is episode 58, where we're going to be diving into who the heck is Shang-Chi and why is he so obsessed with some old jewelry? So more on that to come. Uh, If you guys like what you hear on this episode, be sure you subscribe on YouTube and your podcast platform. Uh, If you enjoy this episode, your engagement really does help Dagum Nerds grow. So please go. Yes, please go and do that. But right now, first and foremost, we are joined by a very special person tonight. And he has a very special title. Joining us in the booth today is one of our new dadgum true believer patrons. What? The one, the only Mr. Rob Foster is in the house. It's Australian. Well, Rob is just going to be listening in for this one because one of the perks that we have for being a, either a dadgum champion or a dadgum true believer is that you get to sit on and sit in an episode of us recording this episode. So while Rob has decided to do that today, and if you'd like more information on how mm-hmm. you can do that in the future, be sure to head to dagumnerds.com, hit our Patreon button. We've got a ton more details for you on there. Yeah. It's just By it's the way, a Rob, fantastic way to just foster camaraderie amongst the team. Yep. Like it just really is. There's one. Yep. By the way, Rob, I know you can't really talk, but hi. Hi, Rob. <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey, Rob. Well, he can. Yes, but we he cannot can. hear him at the moment. So let's continue. <laughs> Before we start today, anything happened to you guys in dad life this week? Uh, so I had a fun moment with Rowan. Uh, Ellie just turned three and she's starting to smile now, which Ellie really does three, she, three she, months, three right? months. Yeah. Three I was going to say she's, she's three, three and she's just now smiling. What do you do in your house? <laughs> <laughs> Miracle grow. You mix it in yeah. with the formula and you're good to yeah. go. You know, you let her that, out of the closet and turn that some cloning on. technology, you know, you just blink and she's 40, but yeah. Um, <laughs> You know, she just started to smile at three mm. months, Aww. which really does start make it wor- yeah, worth it. Because, I mean, the first two months, gr- your baby, yeah. it's just a human grub. Like, they're either crying <laughs> or not crying. Uh, yep. But she started smiling, and she started to interact with Rowan during dinner. Like, she was making eye contact and smiling with him. Mm-hmm. And we are like, Rowan, look, she's smiling at you. And he's kind of bashful. And he's like, look, Rowan, she wants your sandwich. She's going to get your sandwich. Yeah. And then Rowan, like, grabs the sandwich and goes, no. <laughs> Baby Ellie doesn't eat sandwiches. She eats milk from mommy. <laughs> wow. Awesome. Laying it out. And we were like, you're not wrong. You're not wrong. You're going to need to learn to share and you're going to need to learn to back all the Ooh, way up. My precious oh, sandwich. I mean, he like grabbed that thing. He was like, no, you don't eat sandwich. Forget clutching you stick your pearls. to mo- milk yeah. from mommy. It's like one step away from punching her, man. <laughs> wow. That's awesome. Hi guys. Well, anyone else? Oh yeah. So I, I think this isn't necessarily newsworthy in the sense if it was one by itself, but both of our kids have hit a milestone at the same time. Now that they're different milestones, but they're happening at the same time. So Callie, who is uh, seven months now starting to crawl and mm-hmm. Josiah can now open doors to the point oh, where oh, no. just today Clever he was boy. able to just, he opened the door to go outside, went out to go play by himself oh, no. <laughs> yep. and just left, just walked outside. Right life, life found a way. Yep. It's so, right up there with walking in on you in the bathroom, man. Yep. <laughs> well, that <laughs> is the next door. What, what's next up, door. dad? How, how's yeah, it going? Hey, how's it going? What you doing? <laughs> so anyways, uh, taking care of business. <laughs> God, God bless my wife. She's having to deal with both those at the same time. Yeah. Nice. 
Well, nice. when a kid opens the door, a window closes. I don't know. A parent, a parent, <laughs> a parent comes right after. <laughs> That's true. Yeah. So then we, I had something come up today. I was going to share a different story, but this one was pretty funny. So Max and Molly. Max is six and Molly's four. Molly, it's already going to be good. Yeah, it's already going to be an amazing <laughs> so, story. Yeah, so I'm yes. cleaning the kitchen and they walk up to the island and they're sitting next to each other. And they've been super pair off getting well along very well today. And they look at each other and they're like, dude, 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 dude. <laughs> they got For like five minutes. I wanted a, to see how long it would go. And they're back and forth. Dude. A dude off. Dude. Dude. And then Max is Max, you can tell Max is getting tired of it. He's like, dude, what you doing? And Molly goes, dude, I'm straight chilling. <laughs> I'm like, I completely know where they got the dude from. Cause I say dude to my kids all like all the time. I'm like, dude, what are you guys doing? What are you doing? I have no idea wow. where she got straight, straight chilling from. Wow. She's the coolest like, kid in the a, family and the youngest. She's I love nuts, this man. girl. I she's love this nuts. girl. She's wow. Nuts. That is amazing. Oh, we had um we had a few moments this week. They're more visual than auditory. So our poor podcast listeners would basically be sitting there with a, you know, a half smile on their face. Like, yeah. uh-huh. Yeah, sure. So I've shared a couple of that stuff to discord. So if you guys want to check that mm. out, go to dagumnerds.com. We've got a link for you to join there. Uh, if you want to check some of that out. Fun. Well, guys, let us start this discussion. Dun, dun, dun. So unless you have a college degree in Marvel Comics, which quick pause here, if that is actually the case, like how how did you make that happen? Um, but unless you have a degree in Marvel Comics, chances are that you were like us and heard the announcement for Shang-Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings and went, OK. And I'm willing to bet that most of the world had no idea that this superhero existed until the announcement, which is why we did our homework and are bringing just a little bit of that to you today. And apparently Shang-Chi is Zach. Zach? Because he just took his shirt <laughs> off, is airboxing someone in his house, and is... Someone took his sandwich. Uh, <laughs> apparently. <laughs> wow. So, yeah. I'm just getting did. in character. I'm really excited about this. Are you really going to roll this whole episode without a shirt on? I mean... I mean, Brett usually goes no pants, so he might as well... <laughs> This is true. This is true. I've at least least already proven that I am wearing pants. (laughs) For the record, I am wearing pants. Just saying. The fact that we even have to say that. Yeah, and for the record that it has to be on the record is saying something. (laughs) But no, just kind of getting getting into the groove. Okay, well, while we wait for Zach to put his shirt back on, we shall start off with... We could be be here a while. (laughs) (laughs) Could be... uh, So we're going to start off with the question, really, who is Shang-Chi? Shang-Chi. So we did our homework throughout the week and bring that to you guys now. So uh, we'll just kind of pipe up and, you know, pick up uh, somebody, fill the holes in. Well, I guess I can do some of the structure with it. But uh, Shang-Chi was created in 1973 by two people named Steve and Jim. Uh, And it was kind of during the Kung Fu craze uh, during the 70s when that was all real, like Bruce Lee and uh, all those guys were at the height of their popularity. Oh, yeah. Shang-Chi was based off of Bruce Lee. Yeah, yeah. in many ways. Yeah, yeah. It even Uh, rhymes. Bruce Lee, Shang-Chi. Yep. Well, in the (laughs) comics, he is the son of the uh, crime lord Fu Manchu. And in the MCU, they've kind of retconned that. And uh, he is now the son of the crime lord, the Mandarin, or as they're calling him now in this one. Yeah, that changed a lot in the comics. So part of it was they lost the rights 
of the name Fu Manchu and the character kind of. Um, but also it's kind of like not the most uh racially sensitive name yep. for a character. Yeah, that, that name has gotten some flack over right. the years. So they so were that, just decided, so even, you know, we're yeah. gonna bypass that. So even in the comics, he have uh when they lost the rights and wanted to fix that. They made Fu Manchu sort of a variant of this immortal sorcerer. And I forget his name, but okay. that's how they got past the it's the same person. So we can still dig into his family history, but we're just not going to call him that anymore. So basically, he's the son of a big time crime lord um, and he is now, trained. I'm assuming this Mandarin is different from the Iron Man three, the Mandarin. Yes. And we're totally going to get to that. Different. We're going to get to that later on in the episode. But okay. he's been trained cool. from birth to be the ultimate warrior. Like yes. this guy wakes up day in, day out. And just trains, 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 trains. Um, he basically, when they put him out in the field for the first time, he pieced out on that first assignment and saw that his dad was just like, no joke. Yeah. Evil. So like, I'm out. <laughs> yep, yeah. Because you know, growing they, up, because growing up, he had no idea. It was just his right, dad. Right. Right. Huh. So um, he hung out for a while with kind of like street level heroes, kind of Spider-Man, mm. Iron Fist, Daredevil, um, doing a lot of stuff with them. I saw he's also very, yeah, he's also very much sort of like Kane from Kung Fu. Yeah. Where he just travels around and sort of hooks up with teams when he wants to, but he generally is a solo guy. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Huh. Uh, and after a bit of doing that, he got an offer from Captain America to join the Avengers and kind of avenged for a bit. He was the huh. event, like which iteration? Like like the Avengers. Yeah. Like big big time, big name Avengers. Yeah. He huh. he with he was with them for a while. He did some stuff with Heroes for Hire for a while. Mm-hmm. Um, he yeah, said, wow. like, I mean, he may have hit Avengers level, but I mean, you're not talking Captain America, Iron Man, Thor levels of popularity. Yeah. So like he was like, Ant-Man, he was like, yeah, Ant-Man like, levels, Ant-Man, of Hawkeye Avengers. level, probably. Okay. Yeah, maybe maybe a step or two back from that. It wasn't quite as popular as the years went on. So he had a ton of Kung Fu adventures uh, lately, actually, within the last, I think it's five years or so. He was a candidate for the Phoenix Force at one point. Mm-hmm. Um, wow left Jean Grey and the Phoenix Force was like, all right, so who's up next? And he was one of like 30 people, 30 characters uh, who were up for it. Mm-hmm. Um, and some no name character got it. Anyway, um, huh. one of the fun things that I found about him, found out about him this week was that, uh, so if you've watched uh, Falcon and the Winter Soldier, Falcon and the Winter mm-hmm. Soldier, um, they go to a place called Madripoor, which is this uh, uh, Asian influence kind of underbelly crime world. One well, of the yeah. comics that's actually built on top of a dragon. Yeah. What? Yeah. There's fin like fang a dragon. Fun. Fin Fang Foom is the name of this dragon. The dragon lives underneath Madripoor. <laughs> fin Fang Foom. Fin fin fang 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 I've heard of Fin Fang Foom. I've just not heard of. Uh, Golly. I just didn't know it was built on him. Like it's on top of the dragon. <laughs> Anyways, the dragon gets up at one point and it's like, how ah, did they choose that location? World. Did they go eeny, meeny, miny, mo, and then bada bing, bada boom, he had fing, fang, boom? Probably. Yep, that's exactly how it happened, that's Zach. Happened. <laughs> uh, but there is a point in the comics where, uh, oh, language. With, with the help of Ant-Man and Hank Pym, uh, he basically beats the crap out of this dragon at giant level sizes, like in New York City. Yeah. If that is not a huh. comic book storyline, I don't know what is. It's very wow. much, it was very much like Asian so, Ultraman Godzilla yep. fight. So what happens to the city if he beats up the dragon that the what city happens was to built every on? time that people go to New York? <laughs> <laughs> it's true. Fair it's point. true. Fair point. Uh, as far as powers go, uh, he's a little uh, as far as the powers tier goes. Nothing crazy supernatural with a twist. 
Well, he doesn't uh, really have anything until recently. Like within the recently. past eight years, eight years, I think they gave him a power. They did. So it's only so one. The basic, the basic gist of him, though, is that he is a master martial artist, possibly even the best that's on Earth. Like, uh, I think it was yeah. Iron Fist and Shang-Chi sparred off at one point with Black Panther watching. And Black Panther said they're both equal, but he said if he had to pick, he actually would choose Shang-Chi as the better Shang-Chi. warrior. Yeah. Huh. And he specializes in hand-to-hand, even though he does do lots of weapon stuff. He his, knows he knows all the weapons and can use them with pinpoint accuracy. All and, of you the know, weapons. All of them. Every single one of them. So you're um, telling me that even Black Panther was like, nope, Shang-Chi's better than I am. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. In, in the Marvel Universe, he is the best hand-to-hand combat character. Yep. Wow. Uh, on Interesting. Earth. On Earth. Um, Ooh, that on Earth. Interesting twist. That title goes, I believe, to Mantis, actually, in the comics. Uh, in the universe, in the Marvel universe, Mantis huh. from the Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah, it's one of my rub the wrong ways thing on Guardians. But anyway, well, that's another <laughs> another topic for another day. Okay. Uh, well, he is Batman hmm. levels of physical conditioning, but now, uh, <laughs> but now for the low price of nineteen ninety five, he now comes with Chi. I mean, it's um, in his name. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, he basically can control like, like his nervous system uh, mm-hmm. a little bit more than just human. I mean, um, I can control my nervous system. Yes. Well, and, they, and they don't call that a power. They just call that because of his dedication to martial arts. He has a greater heightened sense of yeah, his I mean, body and how to control that it. That can do that. Right. right. Well, it's okay. Like, okay. He knows how to, he knows how to endure pain. He can uh, like uh, at top levels, he can actually like withstand some poisons for a bit and other yeah. life threatening conditions. Wow. He raises um, his cholesterol so he can lower it. Stuff like that. <laughs> 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 Why would you raise your cholesterol so I can, so I can impress your doctor? It. Uh, That's how. Office <laughs> reference. Um, oh well, at one point, though, he did get that superpower of creating duplicates of himself, like multiple man. Yeah. So if he's really? surrounded, if he's surrounded, yeah. he can pop out a few other versions of himself that are also beat the crap out of everyone. And then it becomes Shang three. Or, or more. more. Or more. Or more. Wow. I don't think we found the bottom of that well quite yet. But if you it want the, if you want the gist of who Shang-Chi is, he's basically not a fan of the criminal underworld and injustice overall kind of travels the world and can go on martial arts on just about anyone and win. Yeah, he seeks sort of peace and harmony within the world. That's his goal mm-hmm. and wherever he goes. But he huh. he's generally a solo guy, but he does work with groups every once in a while. He did for a season train Spider-Man how yep. to fight. Spider-Man, Spider-Man lost his uh, Spidey sense for a bit. And uh, to make up for that, Shang-Chi Key. worked with him. Yeah. Interesting. So, that was fun. Well, uh, the title of this movie that is coming out, we'll see how closely we actually get to some of what the comics are doing. I, I don't think they're going to stay super close to it. They just so. kind of use it as a starting point. And but I just I, see this as a variant of a comic, so I yeah. don't get super into it because there's so many different variations of every character anyways. Right. I just treat the MCU in that same vein. Well, you know, after Loki, everything is a variant, right? Yep. Like, yeah. if you ever don't yeah. like how something is, they're like, oh, it's just a variant. We'll make another yeah. one. Yeah. The Which real ones I, in the comics. Whatever. Again, I hope that that's they put rules on the universe and don't just pull that. Anyway, too far down that rabbit <laughs> hole. The second half of this title is and the legend of the Ten Rings. And we've <laughs> kind of had that teased for us in the MCU, like even as far back as Iron Man, the original one, 2008. But mm. what the heck are the Ten Rings? Mm? The Ten Rings are an actual thing. There are actually are. Ten Rings. So in Iron Man, they were l- sort of a terrorist group called the Ten Rings. But in the Marvel lore, that there are actually oh. Ten Rings with ten different physical powers. Rings. Ten physical rings 
And the person that controls the Ten Rings controls Fin Fang Foom as well. Yep. So the Mandarin is the one in the comics who typically gets control of yeah. those rings. That's kind of his deal. Um, and it looks like magic with the, which the Mandarin yeah. Mandarin just totally plays up. Like he he loves the mystique, loves the uh, the showmanship of it all. Um, does a lot for him. But it actually in the comics it's extraterrestrial in origin. He finds them from a spaceship crash and decides to keep them from himself. So like who wouldn't? I mean, it's like Green Lantern, except he found 10 of them. That doesn't make you a villain. (laughs) That just makes you an opportunist, right? Yep. So does he start a circus? Because he's a ringleader. He's a ring owner. Mm. Mm. Just that he ran stuff. He's a leader. (laughs) Thank you for derailing the conversation, Zach. So uh, not to spend too much not to spend too much time on this, but the ten rings are uh, one of them is called Remaker. It's a matter rearranger ring. It can actually change molecular and atomic structures and matter. It's got some limitations to it, but you basically can kind of. And these change. are not as powerful as the Infinity Stones. No, we not nearly. Get that out there too. It, I mean, they're powerful, but not nearly. Right, they're as not. Even they makes sense because they're just right. a circumference. They don't have any middle, so. Yeah, yeah, just, the donuts are, but donuts can be killer too. <laughs> They're like the infinity donuts. I mean, <laughs> the stones are so much better. The infinity donut holes. So Listen, looking for, you want to sell tickets? Legend of the Ten Donuts. <laughs> People will go. I'm there. <laughs> You'll make some serious dough. Uh, well, uh, the ring two is called Influence. It's the impact beam ring. Uh, and it does like concussive and sonic blasts. Number three is spin, which is a vortex beam ring. It makes the air all spinny. Basically make little tornadoes. Like wind. Yep. Like the last airbender. Wind, basically. (laughs) Yep. Hmm. Um, You got spectral, which is a disintegration beam ring. Whoa. Um, Basically, if you... you Bubba Fett would would not like that ring. (laughs) No, no disintegrations. (laughs) No no disintegrations. Uh, It does take 20 minutes to recharge after use, though. So again, a little bit of limitations Hmm. on it. Uh, Nightbringer, which is a black light ring, it will create darkness and it's oh. and it's variant, which is black the light um, like for raves. It, no, it is called. Uh, sure. Why not? We'll call it that. <laughs> hey, listen, he checks into a lot of hotel rooms as a traveling right. superhero. He right. needs to make sure he that it's sanitary. Sure yeah. <laughs> That's the only purpose is just to check for cleanliness in hotel rooms. Exactly. I mean, it cleanliness is close to these blood. It does. Extraterrestrials were really clean. Moving on. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, it does have a, uh, an alternate version of it, which is the da- daemonic ring, which is a white light ring, uh, and it creates a forms of electromagnetic energy. So light, gravity, magnetic and even image projection. So it can make like an, an illusion of himself. Huh. Incandescence. I'll give you three guesses as to what that does. Uh, goes all firebender on everyone. The liar, which is the Mento intensifier ring. That is the name that they came up with and decide to stick with. I'm not going to judge them, but I actually am. Does a mental illusions and mental paralysis. Mental paralysis. Like the orb yes. of confusion. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Is that uh, the first SpongeBob reference you've ever done? Uh, maybe. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Uh, lightning. Oh. Is the literal name of the ring. Guess what that does. Moving lightning. on. And then mm-hmm. the last one is zero, which is an iced blast, iced blast ring. Golly, say that three times fast. Hmm. Zero, zero, zero. So got a bunch of them for you. Basically, you're kind of a master of a bunch of elements when you're in control mm-hmm. of these. And, you know, you kind of control this big old dragon that lives in Asia. So have fun with that. Anything you, you guys want to add to this conversation before we move on? 
Just to further. say that they still wasted the Mandarin in Iron Man 3. Oh, we going to oh, talk yeah. about that, man. Yeah. We going to talk about that. Yeah, we don't need to talk about that. We going we gonna. <laughs> you don't need to. We gonna. All right. Well, so the movie is coming out and we know a little bit about it at this point. There's mm-hmm. really not a whole lot more than what we've talked about at this point, which is that Shang-Chi is trained to be the ultimate warrior, uh, decides that his dad's awful and then goes off on his own. Don't know a whole lot more than that. To be honest, I kind of don't want to know much more than that going into this. Yeah, um, sure. But is there anything that you guys are excited for in particular with this movie, with the trailers and the behind the scenes stuff? Anything that you've seen so far that you're excited about? So this yes. is a nerdy. Th- oh, you go ahead, Brett. Yeah, well, I, I'm a fan, a secret fan. I guess I can come out of the closet about this. So I actually really enjoy martial arts films. Oh, they're awesome. Like really enjoy yeah. it. favorite series is because Ip Man. they're good. If you, yeah. if you have not seen um, Ip Man, by the way, one, two, and three, don't see four, <laughs> one, two, and three fantastic movies, jaw dropping every single time I watch it. Um, so the fact that they're bringing that aspect, not just the style, but the culture mm-hmm. into Marvel, I'm really looking forward to that. Not to mention they brought on uh, a good chunk of Asian crew yeah. as decision makers, like, Awesome. The, 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 the director, um, I don't recall if it was the producer or the casting director, but regardless, they're able to stop several stereotypes that might come across that's just wrong. So they're actually mm-hmm. going to make this more accurate to the Asian culture, which I'm like, and awesome. I, lo- I love Bring that. It. Yeah, and I hope it's more Asian and more martial arts. Like the movies that Brett referenced are awesome. Movies like On Bach. But the problem with those movies is they're Intense. not story driven. No, generally no, no, speaking, it's usually not. Get, no. get me to the next fight. Yeah, but I mean, you, which got, I'm perfectly on board with. People know me by now. I'm like Sweet. popcorn flick. <laughs> You're right. Right. Yeah. Don't make me think what I'm hearing so far and what I'm seeing from early reactions in Shang-Chi is that these are some of the best choreographed fights in the Marvel Universe to date. See, that's really? what they I'm excited they have to about be. because I. I remember something I really enjoyed about Captain America 2, the Winter Soldier. Yes, Winter Soldier. Yes. Were the choreography and mm-hmm. the fight scenes and just yeah. how visceral and manly they felt. But then you look at the fight scenes later in the Marvel movies and they're he so just used choppy. choreographed and manly in the same sentence. Yeah. Well, I, I well, mean, choreography no, it looks, is, it is looks like, it the looks like art. Two, it's two dancing s- fighting. Like, yeah. It's really No, cool. but seriously, like yeah. it looks like two superpowered individuals, superhuman individuals who are engaged in a fight scene. It's not just a standard fight. The way it's shot, it's shot with energy and the, the land, the punches land. And yeah. it's done on wide shots, yes. yeah. which means that they actually had to do their homework and actually do the punches in the fighting. Because when you have just all these snap, 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 tight shot, tight shot, tight shot. All right. I mean, they could have shot that over a sequence of 20 setups Yeah, yep. on a wide shot. Those actors what it is. better know their choreography yeah. and yep. better land those hits. So and I'm have, always have, really yeah. impressed when they do it on a wide. And they have lots of areas. So they're like, there's the bus, there's the cage, mm-hmm. the, the ball cage that they're in. There's mm-hmm. a, lots of different places where they actually fight, which is really cool. To the point of the cage, a lot of people are saying that this is going, a large section of this movie is going to be tournament based. Sweet. Uh, okay. Basically, where you just and, and it makes Enter sense because you, you've got the cage, you've oh, got it's one of the rings. abomination. You've got hmm. it's it's basically even bringing a video game culture, Asian mm-hmm. video game culture into oh. this. Like, how cool is that? Finish him. No, but let's, yeah. 
But let's be let's be real here. Half the reason that people are excited for this ring fight is to see Wong and Abomination go at it. <laughs> yes, oh, absolutely. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and by the way, in in a weird movie to come back in. Yeah. I, I w- yeah. Of all movies. That, and and what were those little things on his like, ears? Like so that is webbed. That's, so, that's comic uh, book so Abom- accurate. Abomination is a little bit more comic book accurate as to his look okay. this time around. I'm mm-hmm. just going to okay. say like he, you know, he had Howard for many years to evolve. Over yeah. time, and okay. so you know, he grew <laughs> fins. You know, he will sure, find All right. life will find a way. <laughs> it, found, it found a way to be more comic book accurate. <laughs> it's a growth. No, but <laughs> I'm I'm really excited when we talk about the martial arts that's in this one. I'm excited that this could potentially deliver on what Iron Fist the show did not. Yes. Yeah. The well, yeah, disappointment Iron that Fish, was Iron, Iron Fist. Iron Fist. Iron Fist. Iron Fist. <laughs> <laughs> So one the only. I would, can't scale it. I would watch the heck out of that, though. Yeah. <laughs> Here we see the iron fish. It's only on the bottom of the ocean. But that <laughs> was just, float. yeah. <laughs> no, or the fish that's been blessed with that, with the fist, the power of the fish. The power of the fish. <laughs> like the fish beats up people. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Iron fin. <laughs> Oh yep. man! I feel like he just walks around with a butler, and he's like in a bowl. Whenever he gets mad, he just jumps out of the bowl and turns into Iron Fish and smacks people across the face. No, really, it's the butler that actually then, has the power. And the butler comes yeah. back and picks up the fish and put it yep. back in the bowl. I love it. I like. I like it already. Anyways, you were saying about Iron Fist sushi again, sir. I mean, that Excellent. production was just so rushed. Like, yeah. I don't know who to blame fully for that. I kind of blame more Netflix than Marvel, but Marvel. Um, Needs to needed to step up a little. They bit, had I'm there, sure, was, yeah. there was some news on that recently where someone one I think it was the stunt coordinator did an interview with a publication or a podcast and you know got a little bit more insight into what happened. Um, and very diplomatically, but still tipping his hand a little bit, he talked about that it, some of the blame was on some of, at least one particular cast member didn't necessarily want to train all the time. Mm. Oh, no. Um, mm. And it's alluded to that that cast uh, member was Finn Jones, who played Iron Fist. So that's why it was a train wreck. But he talked all the time, too. Like, well, I didn't get some of the fight stuff until the day of shooting. Yes. Which li- in, which goes in line with, like, he wouldn't even do the choreograph, like, any of that until, mm. like, an hour before they shot it. Yeah, they're learning <laughs> They're learning their moves, like, getting their moves to the first time mere hours before. Well, that's what they say. But, yeah. if he, but he could have been... I'm not training every day. Mm-hmm. I'll just knock it out when I get on set because I'm athletic mm-hmm. enough. Well, the problem but is I don't is know the guy. You, I don't know the true story. But, but when you watch the show, like you can just tell as far as the fight sequences go, like they're not awful, but they're like, this is an iron fist. They're not clean. Yeah. First, really, I mean, when Daredevil has better fight scenes than iron fist. Yeah, but yeah. Daredevil's legit. Yes. Charlie Much Cox. More legit than Charlie Cox needs to come back to the MCU. My gosh, I'll I die mean, on the, that hill. The fight scenes of the continuous camera takes. Yes. I yeah. like, jaw hit the floor yeah. in in every and, every Daredevil and, 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 season. Yeah, in both seasons. They anyway. Um so, so I, I'm sad. really I'm both. really excited that this could potentially check a box in the Marvel universe that has not been fully checked yet. Yeah. Um and that gets me excited. Um I'm excited this is something new that Marvel's not really dived into at this point. This is brand new territory for Marvel. By, by that, by that, you mean what? Like, you know, this is essentially like we're diving into the martial arts full fledged okay. side of the MC. We've done a little bit of that so far with mm-hmm. Netflix shows, but I'm not even sure they're fully canon at this point. 
it's yeah. all it's also different character uh, like a different character for instance right. they've been doing a lot of reruns where they're doing stuff okay here's wanda and vision again mm-hmm. here's right. ant-man again mm-hmm. here's uh black widow again this is someone completely new. And so it's almost a breath of fresh air in that sense. Yeah. To yeah. your point, to your point, this is actually the first brand new character who's headlined anything so far in a long time. Yeah. Since yeah, phase three. And to this, to, to that line, I'm since happy Captain to see Marvel. Yeah. Captain, Captain Marvel. Marvel yeah. yeah. Wow. Captain Marvel. Yeah. <laughs> I am wow. happy to see a classic Marvel character come back. Um, way back when in the mid, like 2010 ish, when Paramount and Marvel were syncing up and doing the things like, like Spider-Man, all that stuff. Um, they had a list of 10 characters they wanted to make films for, for this combined universe, which was pre MCU. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. one of the characters was Shang-Chi. Really? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Of all, of all the ones you could have picked, you decided to go. With, okay. All yeah. right. He was, he was one of the 10. Interesting. Well, like, I, I really am for. glad though that they're bringing him to the MCU because it is, yeah. it does get, we get to see more of a side of Marvel yet that we haven't seen, which is, someone who doesn't necessarily have superpowers. It's just, it's going to be a martial arts film with the exception okay. of the 10 rings, which look like they've gotten a little bit of an overhaul yeah. um, from the comics. I'm re- we, we, I am, we do, we do have some characters goes. that don't have powers, but we'll get into that later. Yep. Um, and then I, the thing that I'm the most excited about for this film is that we get a chance to redeem the Mandarin character. Yeah. Um, yeah. Wait, so please. it is the same? N- no. no. Okay. No. So, so let's, so let's recap. Mm-hmm. Yeah. In Iron Man three, Mm-hmm. Uh, ben Kingsley knocked it out of the park playing job, his ben. version of the Mandarin. A dumpster fire. Only <laughs> to be revealed later on in that film that he's not actually the Mandarin. His name is Trevor Slattery, and he is an actor who's basically right. down in his luck and was hired by Aldrich Killian to basically be a front for all the mm-hmm. extremist stuff that he's doing. Um, that rug pull out is like Last Jedi for... That, that level of upsetting expectations is to Marvel fans what The Last Jedi is to Star Wars fans. Oh, because they were expecting this the Mandarin. Mandarin. Oh, because the Mandarin, yeah. if you go back and look at the Mandarin and the way he was, like, he, he's hardcore. Uh, uh, he really is. And, and uh, several times he faced Iron Man, if I remember he's, correctly. He's yeah. an he's Iron a, Man villain primarily. Yeah. 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 I mean, a, a decent one. Like, for instance, Green so Goblin to Spider Man is kind of close, like, like getting up there to what. Mm-hmm. The Mandarin, the Mandarin. would be to Iron Man. Yep. Uh, so that's so, fascinating that they would introduce him here in Phase Four after Iron Man is presumably dead. out of the picture. Right. Yes. Yeah. This, now, this why, version of Tony Stark is out of the picture? Hmm. Why they decide to bring him in now? I'm not sure. I bet you they might allude to that here. But in the Iron Man One, you hear about the Ten Rings, and some people say that the Mandarin was simply owned, like led the terrorist organization <laughs> there wherever he was i think it was afghanistan at the time ish yeah whatever uh, country that yeah, was somewhere in there um and so he was just kind of off in a different country but still head of it so uh, bring it coming back so marvel did a short film shortly after iron man 3 that involved trevor slattery in prison um mm-hmm. and i i it's fairly short but the gist of the whole thing that most people remember off of that is that Basically, the Mandarin sends him a card or something and basically gets in contact with him that basically is like, I'm coming for you because like you use my name. Mandarin. Right. Um, so yeah. what's what's actually interesting in this movie is that it has been confirmed that Trevor Slattery, Ben Kingsley, will mm. show up in this film in some capacity. Yeah, really? He's probably dying. Yeah. In some yeah. D. Yeah, some D capacity, probably. I was going to say yeah. some D 
decapitation. From what I remember, too, though, is that in the comic books, the Mandarin had a streak of honor about him, even though he was a crime lord uh, and a villain. Like, uh, I don't even remember the exact time this was, but... He had his he had his if, code that he adopted that he ran yeah, by. Mm-hmm. If Iron Man had something that malfunctioned on his suit, he might pause for a second and say, "Go ahead and fix that real quick." He basically wanted to beat Iron Man at his best, and huh. I think that actually is part culture, not just the Mandarin, right. because yeah. even people in China, from what I've heard and researched, is that heavy if honor. there's something mistaking like that, you approach it with honor, and so I want to see that here too. It'd be nice. Well, what I'm seeing so far from uh, early reactions and early reviews so far is that uh, the Mandarin character who is going by the name Wenwu, it's probably his actual, like, the name of the character, but also called the Mandarin. His hospital Um, name. Yeah. (laughs) That's a good way of putting that. Um, That he is actually one of the more nuanced villains that Marvel has put out at this point. Like, a lot of people are praising the portrayal of this character in the movie. Interesting. Good, good, good. Hmm. We shall see. I don't know how much of that is critic or how much of that is Marvel fan, but have at it. Take yeah. that as it will be. Anything I am you guys? Also, I'm yeah. also excited. So there's also rumors that come out that there's a surprise return character in this movie. Okay. Is that um, not Abomination? I do. I wouldn't. I wouldn't put him in the trailer if you wanted to surprise people. That's okay. a good point. Uh, so yeah. I don't think it's. I don't think it's Abomination or what's his or Wong. Uh, I choose to believe that it's going to be Daredevil. Please, please. Oh, please, and like Daredevil please, goes into please, the ring. Please, please. Or something please, like that, please, like to the please, tournament. Please. They work together. They work like Chang Chi. Yeah, they're tight. Has worked with, they're tight. They work together. I mean, I could also see it being Iron Fist, someone one of the heroes for hire. Um, no, I wanted to be Daredevil. Luke I wanted Cage? to be Daredevil. Because just like him, Luke we Cage. would never see it coming. <laughs> oh, jeez. Okay, that was good. That was, that was good. a good one. <laughs> Wow. <laughs> wow. Okay. Uh, Very sensitive. Let's move on. Like well, is there anything was else that anything else that you guys are excited for before we move on? Um, I'm excited because I'm going in uh, I blind. In, I guess <laughs> blind. <laughs> <laughs> um like uh I was kind of yourself in a corner. T- talking about talking about, you know, dad life. I was pulled in last minute for this. Um, if my level of not caring shows that I'm not wearing a shirt, but I, I <laughs> literally not wearing a shirt. I had still literally not. not seen the trailer or the teaser up to mm. like 15 minutes before this episode. And wow. like, I, I was just like, this looks really fun. Yeah. I'm excited to have a like joy ride of having no expectation. It looks like good, punchy martial arts. It looks a lot but, better than far from home. Oh, uh, <laughs> What? I don't know. No, you mean, I don't you know. mean No Way Home? Wait, the new Spider-Man? Yeah. Okay, that's a conversation. All right, before wow. we... Nah, I'm not going that far Careful. down the multiverse right now. Careful. Oh, okay. Oh, that's an intricate works. web of opinion. After but, show. After but, show. What if you guys want to hear me, that argument, there we go, become yeah. a patron. Hang on to the after show. Join yeah. Rob and the other patrons in the yes. after show. Yeah. All right, well, let's but, move well, on. Oh, no. No, I had another <laughs> point. What is your so, point? So... Similar to Dune, something that impressed me is like, I know nothing about Shang-Chi. All right. Legend Mm. of the Ten Rings. Okay. It looks like there's going to be some fun punching Asian culture. Mm. Cool. But you talked about there's praise for this being a nuanced character. I was proud of them that I was like, all right, they got to know people have no clue who this guy is. Mm -hmm. A a vast majority of people. So instead, they focused on 
what is what is a conflict that most anyone can relate to? And it looks like it's mainly going to be about a son and a father being mm-hmm. at odds. So yep. strip away the ten rings, strip away all the different Marvel nuances, and oh, this character's may come blah blah. It's a story about a father and son and that relationship tension. And Done. I was like, this is this is a brilliant entry story point for. Probably an IP people have no clue. <laughs> it, it's right. it's much like Iron Man one. It's very much like Iron Man mm-hmm. one in that regard. Mm-hmm. Yep. And so I'm like that. That's a good storytelling decision is all right. Let's not try to make it about Shang Chi. Like let's not throw the, the Shang Chi ness in their face and start like, Oh, Fing Fang Fum. And they go to Wing Wing Wong and like, just, <laughs> it's, 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 it's a father and a son. Like no matter what culture you come from, you're going to understand that to some degree. Right. So anyway, I'm excited going in daredevil style. I only have a couple of things that I'm concerned about for this one, which is again, I keep coming back to this when yeah, it's witches. That's it. I'm concerned about witches too. Yep. Mm -hmm. Which is, um, (laughs) if you've heard, if you've heard me talk about previously, like I need this to move the Marvel needle in some way. I'm just worried that this movie will be insignificant to the Marvel universe. Um, I want mm. this to advance some kind of story, some kind of something that they're going to use it for the future in some way. I mean, I can think of sure. 10 reasons why it's going to matter. Yeah, it's entirely possible, but <laughs> I want this movie to be significant to Marvel, not just some new character that they're putting in. I want this to actually have weight to it. And I think and it sense. will. I think it will. But yeah, I get where you're coming from with that. So I'm just I'm concerned, like, is this just going to be a one off like, oh, Shang Chi's a cool character. This is a blast. He'll show up at some other point in Marvel history or like, is this going to have some weight on the MCU? And I hope it's the latter. Well, I'm, I'm curious if you if you look at how this phase one, two, three has been for Marvel, a lot of it has been U.S. centric. I mean, mm. you have Black Widow who's mm. coming from Russia. They travel places, but a majority of the characters have an American backstory. Sure. But now as we move into this phase four, focusing on characters like Wanda, focusing mm. on characters like Loki, now Shang-Chi, it looks like, it, I mean, we're getting the Eternals. Now you're introducing these characters that don't have a anglicized americanized backstory yep and so it's almost like like game of thrones we spent phase one through three in westeros well what's going on in essos and Mm -hmm. i kind of feel like that's what phase four is introducing like what's happening in the uh the hinterlands of the marvel universe and and bringing them into the center yeah it it kind of feels more like the great reset Mm -hmm. well you have to anything else right you have to do something different right because right. they, they can't do what they did in phases one, two, and three and expect it to work to the same level. Right. So agree. you have to do something. So it's been a very purposeful decision by Disney and Kevin Feige and Marvel to say, let's let's open the doors in the Marvel universe a little bit and do something that people aren't expecting. So, mm-hmm. yeah, uh, the other thing that I'm concerned about is I just haven't seen yet why I should care about the character of Shang-Chi yet. Hmm. He's a he's like a, like a, he's a cla- he is a very classic Marvel character. Right. With lots of roots in lots of different places. Um, but a lot of people don't know with him because he never latches on to one thing for too long. Yeah. So if you're not that He's niche a martial artist fan and in the comic books, that's kind of weird. Right. Because um, he's only other appear. He's only uh, Shang-Chi in terms of like on screen 
has only appeared on one other property and it's uh, an app game. Yep. Hmm. Other than that, he's never been on screen anywhere. He's only been in huh. books, which is really weird to translate the coolness that is Shang-Chi and martial arts and what he can do um, to any other medium. Right. Like well, it's not so much the powers or what he chooses to do. It's, it's the character yet right, right. now. They haven't, uh, part of the marketing is not that they're going, that we're going to necessarily care about Shang-Chi yet. We haven't seen that from the movie quite yet at this point. Right. Well, all uh, the marketing I'm, is sort of cut up, cut up now with nerds like us. Like, well, it's, it's the theater only release. Sure. Which right? we'll and talk about in stuff. a second, yeah. but it's right. I'm looking forward to seeing why Shang-Chi, the character mm-hmm. is something that I should look forward to. I just haven't seen that yet. So call that a concern at the moment. Well, I mean, so. that that's any new character. I mean, that we were all that kind of apprehensive when they were like Ant-Man, the movie. And we're like, no, well, how are you going to make me? How? But look how we fell in love with Paul Rudd's betrayal love of that. Ant-Man. Oh, Paul Rudd in general, though, dude. Yeah, I mean, true. Yeah. I mean, perfect casting. But I, I, whenever you have an origin movie, you, you, the, the first stakes is make... I, I, who care. is this person make, make me, me care. care in five minutes but this now, this movie will die very quickly if the character of shang chi is not something that you can build the movie on so i again, think it's going to die quickly for different reasons mm-hmm. we're talking about that in a minute anyway so i will hold. yep well as long as there, as long as shang chi at the beginning of the movie is a different different character character <laughs> than the shang chi at the end of the movie it should be because he that, can multiply himself, so that should be fine. <laughs> There's not multiple true. versions That's of the true. same character. Let's say a more developed. He has had yeah. some sort of character progression. Right. I, I think we'll be in a good place. Uh, if he comes in with, I've been trained to be this ultimate warrior, and now it's just a matter of me beating my dad, then I'm not going to care. Right. There needs like, to be a little bit more than that. Like, if, if all of his working to get where he is is in a flashback sequence... <laughs> <laughs> why do i care looking mm. at you arrow <laughs> oh. um but oh. i i think a, a concern for me i don't think it's a big concern i'm just wondering why they did this why did they change the look of the rings the rings in the original comics were all on the mandarin's fingers they were actual rings they yeah. were real rings i mean Thumbs, finger, pinky, all of it. And each one uh, controlled a different shoulders, element. So, so why put it onto wristbands? I'm just, I'm curious. I don't know why. I'm sure that once this movie comes out, we're going to find a little bit more about that. Yes, I am concerned about it because at the moment, all of them look very similar to one another as far as style mm-hmm. and what they could do from the, I'm that. I'm curious. Doesn't bother me. Well, not not only similar, me. but it's, I'm shocked they went with that treatment because all they had to do was have, it was wear 10 rings and my guess is they probably like one lights up if you use it. I would um, imagine. So yes, they could have, this could all be done with CG, but when, right. if you're doing a martial arts movie and you're primarily punching, you're going to get a lot of broken fingers and faces with actual rings on your hands. But are you really punching when you're doing that? You can't that always control that. Like if you get proper martial artists, yes, they control themselves. But you can't always control the other, and they're moving so so fast. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean they so, are. Like, but it, like it's all it's, the it's extra just post a, production work was. I insane. just think it's a safety. I just think it's a safety precaution. I, I think it's. A I coolness. really don't care. I, I, I think really it's a care. cool factor. Yeah, like I think it's just more visually compelling to make it look like it's this like suit thing that like all right mm-hmm. now you have like uh what's what's the thing in Nintendo the like extended the power glove. The power glove? 
No, not the power glove. It's the game that they came out where the people have the extended arms and they box. Oh, arms. Oh, arms. Wow. Yep. There you it's go. It's called arms. Called arms. Yeah. <laughs> arms. Yeah. yeah, the people with the arms. What are, what are we going to call that, guys? Arms. arms. <laughs> it probably stands it. for something. It does, actually. It's an acronym. Oh, oh, funny. Do you know what it stands for? Nope, I don't, because I don't arms. actually like the game. <laughs> <laughs> it's an stands acronym that stands for Dang arms. Uh, but I... I, I think it's a, just a visual coolness factor thing. Yeah. Uh, I don't, I don't, I mean, it doesn't bother me. I don't yeah. really care. And if that's the uh, biggest concern you have, then you're fine. Because oh, yeah. <laughs> I, I'm going to be eating some popcorn and join this thing. Yeah. No worries. Yeah. yeah. Because at this point, Marvel kind of has a little bit more free license to do what they want to with this character, because there's not as big of a cultural attachment. And nobody knows him. Yeah. yeah people don't have him. expectations with the exception mm-hmm. of like, just do the Mandarin correctly and you should be fine. But um, even most people don't know him either. Right. Well, a lot of they know he's not. They know he's yeah. not Ben Kingsley. But yeah. 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 Which, Which I still say. think Ben Kingsley he, could have made uh, a fantastic Mandarin. Oh, he was great mm-hmm. when he was on screen as the Mandarin. But mm-hmm. that's conversation for another time. Well, uh, Disney has announced uh, something that's kind of been in the news as of late, which is that Shang-Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings it's going to be skipping Disney Plus's premiere access, and it's going to be headed to theaters for 45 days only Woo-hoo! first. Mm. Um, so this is kind of a two part thing that we're going to talk about here. One, what's your take on that? And two, will you buy a theater ticket for the movie? It's so, stupid. It's a stupid I, yeah. plan. Yep. So yep. for multiple reasons, we've all just talked about how this is a new character. It's not the right movie to go theater only. Yep. The right movie to do that was Black Widow. And we know we all know how that's going with lawsuits right. and stuff. Yep. Um, personally, no, I'm not like, and, but not because of the content and not because of what movie it is because I have four kids and I'd much rather pay 30 bucks for premium access yeah, and not pay a hundred bucks for a dinner and a babysitter and movie tickets and, 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 and if I'm going to go on a date night, I don't want to sit and not talk to my wife for two and a half for two hours. That's fair. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I, I, I just think this is not the right choice to get people excited about going back because i i don't think that this is going to have the spectacle to dictate i have to see it in theater right yep i i agree with that there was uh, um bob chapik who is the ceo of disney said on a earnings call that uh he used the word with this movie and the 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 pricing that they are doing mm. and how that's going to theaters he used the word experiment like they're excited to see what this experiment is going to do mm-hmm. and um simu liu who is playing shang chi wrote a very passionate tweet he that basically said he's not happy about that and it, it, the the gist of it is he says we're not an experiment meaning asian culture meaning asian culture right yeah um and, and mm. this this i agree this movie was not the right one to go theaters only uh, this absolutely was not the case for it. And I'm, I'm now, honestly, if, I'm, if, if they did black widow theaters only, and then this movie theaters only I'm on board, yeah, fine, whatever stick with um, it. But the fact that they're using a very, a character that they don't, that not a lot of people know about and has a higher right. barrier to entry for success, basically don't, don't take away half of the people who are going to see this because it was almost 50, 50, Right. From theaters and premiere access for Black Widow as far as dollars go. Well, Black Widow um, wasn't that good of a movie anyway. Right. Talk about another time. But yeah, yeah anyway. the, the movie to go enter in would have been Black Widow. Agreed. Or Spider-Man No Way Home. Yeah. Like, those well, are the two theater only releases you should have done because everything else is brand new and nobody knows anything about them. I'm just so sad to- because they're missing out on money at this point. Like, why, why would you not open another door for another 
avenue to earn more revenue. Unless that, it's day unless it's day 46. Yeah, well that that confuses <laughs> me though. Uh but that means like if, if I'm not going to the theaters or if someone's not going to the theaters for 45 hmm. days, they basically are gonna have to stay off the internet for 45 days if they're a Marvel fan. Right. I would have rather them do do something like okay, so premium access for $30, you get it early, blah 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 blah. Or you can rent it like a one-time watch for 15 bucks. Yeah. Oh, within like 45 days. Within yeah. A, yeah, I would like have much got, rather do something like that. You've got it for two days for 15 bucks, like done. Hmm. I, I've yeah. only watched a premiere access movie one time when I paid for it. Um, right. But like, I, I would argue that one of the reasons that they're doing this is really because of the lawsuit stuff that's happening with Scarlett Johansson and black widow with this, because mm-hmm. they probably haven't negotiated contracts and really done anything for streaming at this point. So part of me is like, Disney, just pay your dang actors accordingly. Well, like, people don't uh, what accordingly is anymore with COVID. Like that I is think true. That what they need to do is sort of marry that with whatever deal they have for their TV series mm. um, with the Lokis and the Wanda's and the yeah. Falcons of it all. And fig- like, it doesn't need to be the same cut because those are designed to be on streaming services. Right. So well, and, those actors, I would say, deserve more, for lack of a better term. Um, but well, when you're getting multiple releases, the cuts need to be a little bit different. I mean, sure. it's it's inevitable that there was going to be lawsuits because so much of law is based off of precedent. And this <laughs> is unprecedented that they now have these blockbuster movies that have zero butts and seats to go see them when they're released in a theater. So companies are having to move to this hybrid model. Yep. And well, there's uh, also those companies that don't have a streaming service outlet, mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. have blockbuster movies. So it'd be like to find out where they go, which is very interesting as well. But I, I'm curious if this is more of an international play, because do they have the same access to streaming services like Disney plus in Asian markets? Or is this one of those like it's going to be like it's theater or bust for some of those? I mean, you look at you look at some markets where their Internet access is very limited. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Is Disney Plus even allowed to play? So is this theater's only thing because they're more concerned about this experiment is more for the international market? So I don't know if this 45 days is just U.S. domestic or like even international. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I'll be there for day 46 and I, part of it's for you, Kevin, like what you said, um, which is just as a family with kids, it's a lot harder to get out of the house these days. Mm-hmm. And a babysitter alone for a few hours is going to be the cost of a Disney plus premiere access thing. I'm going to so, be dropping 10 rings just for a babysitter. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But all that said, Brett, if you want to go one afternoon, well, let's go. <laughs> let's do it. Yes. So I'm I'm probably going to pass on it, which makes me sad that I'm going to have to stay off the Internet for 45 days and hope I don't run across that rogue article. That's like, oh, dude, so I'm just going to start sending you stuff. I'm just no, going to send you stuff. Bad Kevin. Bad Kevin. <laughs> you know bad. I'm going to. <laughs> no, don't you dare. You all know I'm going to. You oh, yeah, that's true. I know. It'll be Instagram, Facebook Messenger. He'll find you. No, I know. I, I'm like, I'm basically going to have to stay off of anything social media related because there's always that. You know, Marvel and text message. Whatever. Listen, yeah. you're going to be in the bathroom. <laughs> you're going to be in the bathroom dropping a fang fang foom. And then Kevin's going to send you a message and it's going to be ruined. It'll be ruined for you. <laughs> you're going to have to stay off our own dadgum nerds discord. That's true. No, and you're no, going to have to not be on no. discord. By uh, the way, just, just my two cents when it comes into whether it's in theaters or at home, I could care less. I just eventually want to see it in some. Yeah. 
way. I whatever. <laughs> I mean, if I had to choose, I'd pick the theaters because it's just the experience, and I have a lot of nostalgia oh, well, from sure. that. But but, but I also rate. can't tell you the last Marvel movie I actually saw in theaters. In mine game. was mine was um, uh, Far From Home. Yeah. Oh, you because, did see Far From Home well, in theaters. I did. So, oh. But how old were your kids then? That not not, not alive. See, right. So my my <laughs> oldest Kristen is eleven. Was very yeah. pregnant. My oldest is eleven. Right. So eleven, nine, six, and four. So I haven't yeah. been to a movie theater in a stupid long time. Right. Like, it's time to change that, Kevin. Wait, what's what? the last movie you've seen in a theater, Kevin? After show. Uh, after show. Uh, you're gonna have to address. You're this gonna in have the to find show. out. I think it was the last movie Kevin saw in black and white. Is that no, the question? Because <laughs> we took the we took the kids to a movie, and I don't want to say recently, but it was nineteen thirty nine coming was, from the Dust Bowl. <laughs> it was a movie that most of you don't like, but it, yeah, it was a Pixar movie. Okay. At any rate, we'll talk Wait, about the it good the dinosaur. Show. Was that the good dinosaur? Shh, oh no! Shh. After show. Shoot. After show. Okay. <laughs> That's a movie on. that Andrew only liked because he saw it with Kristen. Yeah, that was one of my first movies that I saw with my wife in theaters. And so yeah. sorry. Like and we, if we, we talk about out. it, yeah, we if, if, too too much if, out of this. If we talk about it in the after show, Rob gets to join in. <laughs> there we go. That's true. So, we don't want to rob him of that. Oh, oh my, my gosh. Anything yeah. that you guys want to add to the discussion before we close it out? Yeah, we need to foster a good experience for Rob. I said that. We've already used that. I Unless didn't hear you get, say that. That was right off the bat. I said it's gonna foster camaraderie. It's because Man, he doesn't listen to you anyway. Yeah. Times, uh, I'm lost. I'm lost in the blindness that is his bare chest. That's like <laughs> blinding. <laughs> the shit. It's actually the diamonic ring, white no. light. Oh my goodness! All right, the well, light hey. gleaming off of his lack of chest hair. Okay, yeah. closing this down. Well, hey, for those listening or watching, what do you think? Um, are you looking forward to the upcoming Shang Chi movie? Anything that you want to add to this discussion? Uh, we love reading your comments, so you can either do that on YouTube or head to dagdumnerds.com and hit the contact button. Not only do we love hearing from listeners, it also helps engagement, which helps us grow more. So you should just do it. Do it. Or you can do call it. us. Give us a do ring. It. Do it now. All right, guys, let's wrap things up. We'll be back with our closing thoughts and punk out. Well, any closing thoughts before we go? Uh, Zach, please put a shirt on. <laughs> that's a closing thought that should have been like an opening thought no that's a clothing thought oh my <laughs> so i guess in all i'm excited uh i i think they're going in the right direction so far uh i think i'm j- just as excited to actually watch a movie and enjoy it than to uh actually go back and critique it uh yeah. Oh, yeah. from a from a nerd standpoint yeah you just watch it the first time through because uh, yeah, one of my policies in watching a movie in theaters, or at least just for the first time, is like just shut your brain off. Like, enjoy the movie because yeah. somebody usually took yeah, years see? to make this film. Yeah. See, so. and now all of a sudden I'm the weird one. Well, it depends on the movie. Like, I treat a Marvel film different than I would something that's in the Criterion collection. So, <laughs> it's you know, Don't a little, little, little different. Just entertain me. Don't make me think. Entertain me. That's right. Mm-hmm. Yep. Oh goodness. Well, guys, thank you so much for listening. And Rob, thank you for being here, good sir. Yep. Hats Rob, off to you. Fantastic, mm-hmm. Rob. I love your comments in this podcast, Rob. It's yeah, deep you've, stuff. You've had some great insight. We really appreciate it. 
I mean, um, no, we really do look forward to having you speechless. on the show coming up here. Uh, one of the perks yeah. of being a dadgum true believer is that uh, after six months, you can join the show, which is awesome. So we look forward to having you on here mm-hmm. uh, uh, show. for that coming up. Well, thank you so much for listening. Yeah. Brett, you want to help close this out? Yeah. Hey, guys, follow and or subscribe to us because it allows us to do more things. Uh, make sure you like and leave us a comment. A lot of times people don't like or leave a comment just because they're like, well, I don't I don't know. Maybe that'll like cause the cause Zach to be like <laughs> freaking distracting me over there. <laughs> He's like, blah, 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 blah. So, uh, but anyways, like and leave us a comment. It allows us to do more stuff. We appreciate you guys. And come hang out with us on dadgumnerds.com. You can connect with us, contact us that way. Your merch store. It's also a great way to get us connected to the Patreon program and hang out with us like Rob did. Um, tons of other perks, including the after show where you're going to find apparently a bunch of stuff that I'm going to talk about today. I know some other <laughs> VIP access for tonight. us as well. <laughs> <laughs> But hey, if you want weekly conversation topics, join us on Discord. It's a oh, yeah. fun place where we have, like, we post the most random stuff on there. I mean, I, I posted stuff. something the other week that was someone had an AI watch like a thousand hours of, of uh, Bob Ross. Yeah. And then it like, it wrote a script based off <laughs> of watching the, a thousand hours of Bob Ross. It's I incredible. But you got to be on our Discord. The cloud will not help you. But hey, (laughs) find us on Discord. We'd love to have you along. Yeah, we love it. And so really, if you're going to walk away with two things, be sure to follow and subscribe and then go to daggumnerds.com. There's a whole bunch of stuff on there for you. Mm -hmm. Uh, Mm -hmm. Zach, what is the pun cap for today? Uh, I was really hoping to get to 10, but I was just off on my game and we only had seven tonight. Only Mm -hmm. seven. Boy, that felt like a hard seven, though. Those it, was a pain it, was a str- it was a strong <laughs> seven, though. <laughs> Every one of them just nails down a chalkboard. We, we worked for that seven. <laughs> <laughs> well, hey, guys, that's all we've got for you today. Thank you so much for listening. We'll catch you later, Dagum nerds. See you later. See ya. Game over.